0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to The 7 Essentials to Transform Your Life with Melissa Malati and Barun Gorain. What's happening, Barun? How are you today?
1: Uh, excellent. Today has been really sunny. And yes. um, so far, the journey has been really amazing.
0: Yeah. So this is our final episode in this mini series, and I mean technically we have already finished every single one of the essentials but in this episode we're going to do a bit of a recap on all of the essentials and just talk about our biggest takeaways and honestly just chat because we've been having so much fun and we both were discussing possibly creating another mini series after that so we just thought that it would be beneficial to create a recap episode but also mainly because we just wanted to hang out with each other, right, Brun?
1: Absolutely, why not, you know? <laughs> uh.
0: I was like hoping he'd say that because really <laughs> it's more me. <laughs> But, anyways, everyone. So, if you haven't already watched any of our episodes in this series, we have a YouTube playlist. You can watch every single episode. Um, each episode is around one of the essentials from Barun's best-selling novel, Seven Essentials to Transform Your Life: Back to the Basics with Seven I. So, uh, just so you know, we. Do put the link to buy his book if this is something of interest to you. We put it in the description box for all of the videos. So you can um, go ahead and buy it, or you can also just listen to um, all of our videos because we pretty much go in depth for every single chapter. And there's a lot, there's a lot of things that are in the book that that would be the reason why you would want to read the book. But there's also a lot of things that we talked about that aren't in the book. So maybe you just want to do both. <laughs> but in any case, we really enjoy doing this series. And if you haven't seen any of the previous episodes, like I said, you can go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Melissa And the playlist is the seven essentials to transform your life. We also have this series in audio version. It is just under my podcast, the Namaste podcast on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, etc. Pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts. So you can check it out there. Okay. So now that I've done a little bit of an intro, let's go ahead and start this episode with going one by one through each essential. And maybe we'll just sort of touch on our favorite parts or things that we learned during this series. And so 1st i we'll just get Broom to start off introducing what the first essential is. So Broom... Take it away.
1: Yeah, thanks, Melissa. Well, uh, I think before I get into the first essential, Melissa, what I'd like to emphasize, why I actually write this book, what's the purpose?
0: Yes.
1: Now, uh, I just like to emphasize that there are some disturbing trends happening around us. We all know technology has been fantastic for humanity, but if you look around, unfortunately, there's so much of stress, depression, and all kinds of health issues, which begs the question, that technologies are supposed to make our life better, happier and healthier, yet the opposite seems to be true. Also, most people spend their whole life, you know, educating themselves, you know, building a career, having a family, Mm -hmm. makes a good wealth only to find out at the end of the day that they're not any happier, healthier, and they're not fulfilled. Mm -hmm. So that really intrigued me for a long period of time. And that's when my journey began to really understand the reasons why we have all these challenges in our modern society. So based on my extensive research, traveling across the globe, interacting with so many professionals and non-professionals, what I found to cut the long story short that there are seven key essentials that are fundamental to human living. If you're not connected with these seven key essentials, it doesn't matter how rich you are, how famous you are or how educated you are. It is very unlikely you'll be happy, healthy, and have a fulfilled life. So with that background, I'd like to emphasize that these seven essentials are actually fundamental. In fact, if you miss out any one of them, it is not going to be easy for us to have a fulfilled life. So that's how I'd like to start, Melissa, if that's okay. Uh, And uh, go back to your question about what is the first essential? So the first essential is breathing life. Now, why is breathing life so important? You know, we can live without, you know, food for days and weeks and months, you know, without water, we can live for maybe days and weeks, but without breathing, we'll simply die just in a few minutes if you don't breathe. So that's the immensity of breathing. Now, the interesting part is that we all take breathing for granted, which is resulting in lots of problems, you know, lots of health problems. And if you look at uh, the lung capacity of most people, they're only use, utilizing 40, 50% of the lung capacity as they uh, go older, which is actually uh, very disturbing. So, so the first essential is breathing life, which is all about, you know, bringing the life energies into, the, uh, into our system. So deep breathing, for example, having clean air. So in my book, I talked about seven different ways to enhance our life force.
0: Wow. You know, when we did this episode, um, probably my biggest takeaway and actually something that I've been practicing the most is breathing in and out through my nose and how yeah. beneficial that is. And um for those of you that don't know this about me, um, I talk about this a little bit on my YouTube channel, but I have been recording an audiobook for the last month and Baroon. <laughs> When I tell you that it is very hard to record an audiobook without being super mindful of your breathing, I mean it because it is. Especially when you are producing the audiobook, you have to be Well, coordinating your breaths yeah. with your speaking so that you can edit it out. Anyways, so it was so awesome that we did this episode, and I had, you know, the that thought to breathe in and out through my nose and I was just very mindful of it because when I started recording this audiobook I really brought that into the sessions and I really like took big deep breaths in and out through my nose out through my nose and I found that I was so rejuvenated afterwards and it's so interesting because there you know how often Are you put in in a position where you're spending hours in a sound booth and you have to focus on breathing in and out properly? So it was very interesting and I'm really glad that we talked about that because I think it certainly helped me, you know, not only um, get through my audiobook sessions because I because I not only felt productive doing an audiobook, but I also felt productive because I felt like I was really doing some deep breathing exercises and it was gonna be good for my, you know, my entire soul and being. So um, yeah, I'm just very, very um, happy that we talked about that because I I thought that was very beneficial
1: for sure. Absolutely, you know. I think the two takeaways from breathing life is firstly uh, that wherever we live make sure that the air quality is the right one Mm -hmm. you know uh, don't live in very polluted air spaces Uh, it's going to impact you uh, negatively you know in a big way and uh, if you think that there is air pollution get a uh, air filter at home or office you know Mm -hmm. and I recommended uh, HEPA filter or ultra HEPA filter and there are quite a few in the market just get one of them or just or also put some plants around you like snake plants and some of this plant which can absorb some of these pollutions you know pollutants yeah so do that and learn deep breathing because you know it doesn't matter how well you eat you exercise but if you're not able to breathe well that's where the problem starts mm-hmm. so learn a deep breathing technique and in my book i talk about quite a few of those techniques you know
0: You do. And, um, I also just want to add something since learning that technique and since applying it, I actually haven't used my puffer at all. And that's very like, that's very interesting. And I was thinking about this last night, thinking about doing this episode with you that I haven't used my puffer in a little over a month. So it's pretty crazy. It's, and I do think it probably is from doing a lot of deep breathing and from being in the audio in the audiobook booth and you know doing that and focusing on my breath so it's very interesting but more than a month now I haven't used it so
1: oh wow good yeah. for you
0: great yeah for you. it's yeah. cool it's great so I'm who knows for sure but I'm pretty sure it is correlated from all that practice and really you know focusing on doing deep breathing exercises so I thought that was really cool anyways okay wonderful so um number two shall we move forward? forward or do you yes. have something else
1: to add yes no no I think let's go into a uh, uh, wow. second essential yes. which is uh, optimum hydration mm-hmm. now why is optimum hydration so important you know if you look at the composition of the body it is two-third water mm-hmm. now water has some very interesting properties there's no life that can happen in the whole universe without water if there's mm-hmm. no water there's no life full stop Right, and we are two-third water. So it means that, you know, we are a living entity and it is very important to realize that, uh, and actually ask the question, what's the state of the water that we have in our bodies? For example, in our school, we have been taught there are three states of matter, right? Solid, liquid, and vapor or gas. You know? Whereas in our body, The water exists in the fourth phase,
0: Mm.
1: which uh, there has been some research done recently on it. And there's a book by Dr. Polak, you know, really amazing book. So the water that exists in our body is in the form of a gel. It's like a gel. You know, it's neither solid, neither liquid, nor gas. Now that has a very interesting property. It's called structured water. So that's the water we have in our system. So whatever we do in terms of hydrating ourselves, make sure we have the right kind of water in our system so that our water is structured. Because this structure of the water makes life possible in the first place. So in in my book, I talked about seven different ways to make sure that we have the right kind of water and, and make it structured.
0: Wow, so interesting. So, I can tell you two things that I loved okay. about this particular episode. So, first, w- my boyfriend and I have um, recently purchased a water filtration system or we were technically given it as a present. And anyways, we've noticed how great we feel when we drink this water. We got a Berkey and it, I was telling Bruin, it tastes like you're drinking air. Like you can't taste anything. (laughs) It's so delicious. And so we've really felt the benefits of that and feeling really good since having it. And then also, I really loved when we talked about the, this idea of infusing your water with thoughts, and uh, there, was a, there was a part of Optimum Hydration, that talk, where we talked about all different experiments that, uh, is it Emoto, Dr. Emoto? Dr.
1: Emoto from Japan, yes. From
0: Japan, yes. Yes. Performs experiments on, you know, putting words on different glasses filled with water and just sort of seeing um, how the water changes and the structured water and how it becomes quite structured and in like sort of gross ways if you put negative words on it and then beautiful ways when you put positive words on it. And in any case, I I, I think there's just so much to this topic that and just to water in general that we just don't know yet. And um, just from my own personal experience, I believe it is So important and just you hearing you say we are made of two thirds of water. We should be taking water really seriously, just like we should take breathing really seriously. It's very important to feeling good into life. And um yeah, that was my biggest takeaway. It is, and Mm -hmm.
1: water is highly conscious. So I think it's very important that we revere water, we respect water. And whenever we drink water just like we are doing right now, uh just drink that with a lot of respect. And it's a matter of celebration because This is something that's you know making you alive yes. you know so water is something that we must revere in fact if you look at all ancient culture doesn't matter where you come from water has been revered for generations it's only now we just take it for granted because it comes from the tap right yeah so we take it for granted so revere water respect water it is yes. like
0: Wow. I love that. Respect yeah. water. It is life. I'm going to put that on a quote somewhere. <laughs> That's great. Wonderful. Okay. Let's move on to number three, which is cosmic energy.
1: Yes, Lisa. I think absorbing cosmic energy is, is vital. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at uh, sun's energy, sun's energy is the basis for all life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And sun's energy has got so many healing properties, you know, so many. But unfortunately, if you look around, there's a vitamin D deficiency, mm-hmm. which is really quite problematic, even in tropical countries. Mm-hmm. So the first thing we should do is get safe exposure to sunlight, you know, at least half an hour, if not more, mm-hmm. every single day, morning, evening. So sun exposure is very important. And it has got many, many healing properties. So, this mm-hmm. is something we just neglected. The second cosmic energy is uh, energy that comes from the earth. You know, we are actually part of the earth because whatever we eat, we are made from all the plants, all the vegetables and food that we eat, they actually come from the, from the earth, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so, we are made from the earth. So, our frequencies and the earth's frequency matches. You know, you know if, we, if we are connected to the earth, I think uh, we are much more healthier, happier, and have a very elevated state of living. But unfortunately, with our cell phones these days, you know, uh, you know, we are exposed to, you know, a couple of gigahertz. Mm-hmm. You know, sun, uh, Earth's energy is around seven, eight hertz, mm-hmm. and now we're exposed to gigahertz, which means that it's billion times more exposure all these wow. electromagnetic radiations so we need to connect with the earth so go barefoot and whenever possible just find some green grass or a beach or wherever put your feet on the ground hmm. you know very important to connect with mother Earth. this is so vital critical
0: that's beautiful i i think my biggest takeaway actually from this is that i have been going out and making sure I get in some sun time every single day. I go for walks now more frequently. I think that's really important. And ever since you told me about the infrared rays from the sun, that um, that I thought was very interesting, a big takeaway. And um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I will just briefly reiterate. Essentially, when the sun first rises in the morning, there it lets off a specific kind of ray called infrared rays. And Barun has just discussed about how important that is for you and your body. And it's only up for the first, I think you said 40 minutes of, um, it rising in the morning. So you have to be up with the sun, but how important it is. And certainly vitamin D I've been really trying to actively get out because of that. But also in regards to the cell phone, I now put my cell phone on airplane mode every night before bed, since we've had this discussion and I, I feel good when I wake up. So I'm going to attribute all these efforts to that (laughs) as well. You know, I think everything adds up and certainly I've been having a lot of really productive and happier days. And I think that it's probably, you know, everything sort of adding up and making my life better.
1: No, definitely. I think these are small things, looks like small things, but they can make a big difference, you know,
0: Totally.
1: Uh, you know, uh, go and welcome the sun in the morning and say goodbye to the sun when it sets. And, uh, you know, be in the nature, put your feet on the ground. You know, this is a beautiful life. Mm-hmm. So now you can experience life. Because otherwise, we are so busy with our activities. You know, my job and career and families and this and that. You yes. focus on activity. That's not life. That's activities. Those things right. we have to do. This way, you can actually connect with life itself, you know? So this is powerful.
0: Yes, definitely. And I mean, I'm a little bit of a wimp, Baroon, so I'm not exactly gonna go outside and put my feet on the ground in the snow. <laughs> but I will definitely start doing that when it gets a little bit warmer. It's just freezing. Are you still doing that right now with the snow outside?
1: Absolutely, this is oh the, funnest part. That's no. the funnest part. Oh uh, my
0: gosh, that's Oh my God, that's terrifying. It's- <laughs>
1: You know, uh, just a few minutes uh, doesn't hurt. Even a few few seconds. A few
0: minutes, yeah, a few seconds, more like it. A few minutes, I will like freeze. You'll get like frostbite.
1: (laughs) You know, it's like a, you know, it's a boost when you go out. For example, you're feeling lethargic. Go out in the the cold and put your feet on the ground, barefoot on the ground. My God, all of a sudden you energize.
0: Absolutely. It's even when you're inside, if you're in a hot environment and then you put like the air conditioning on or you put the cool on, you feel energized. There's something about cool air that just makes people more awake. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I will maybe try that. I'll put it on the list. I don't know. Being cold terrifies me.
1: <laughs> well, nowadays, uh, cryogenic uh, therapy is actually getting yes. very popular. I so, can. basically, having freezing cold shower in the morning Uh, I think it's very invigorating Mm -hmm. I've been doing this for a couple of years now I mean it's like addiction
0: really if if I
1: don't have that you know it's like oh my god something is missing really Uh, so I think it's becoming very popular and there are many many proponents you know they have been uh, suggesting this for a while but now lots of people are finding it to be very beneficial
0: Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. We did touch a little bit on this, uh, in that episode, but yes. in any case, yeah, that is, that is interesting. I don't know if I'm going to try it anytime soon, but it, it's on the list. Yes. <laughs> That's very cool. Okay. Well, let's move on to number four mindful eating. We got a lot of interesting feedback on this one. A lot of people love this episode. So why don't you maybe just do an introduction on mindful eating? First.
1: Yes. Uh, you know, eating is supposed to be a simple thing, but somehow it has become so complicated. People are confused about eating. Mm-hmm. All we talk about is diet. You know, there are so many diets these days, all the way from veganism to vegetarianism, to keto, to paleo, to Atkins, to even carno nowadays, you know, hundred percent carno So there's a wide range of diet. People are completely confused. I think based on my research, what I found that, uh, we need to focus on the principles of eating, not the diet, not the food itself. It's the principles of eating that actually matters the most. So in my um, book, I talked about three principles of eating and people who follow these three principles of eating are the ones who I found to be the healthiest so far. The number one principle is eat only when you're hungry. Now, why is it? You know, we are all trapped into this pattern breakfast, lunch, dinner, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks in between. We have to break this cycle. Otherwise, food is dominating you. Food is completely dominating you. So it's not now time to break that pattern. You say, you know, you take control of what food you eat. So so that's the first thing is when you eat, when you're hungry, essentially you're breaking the pattern. You're saying, food, I don't care about you for breakfast, you know, let me be hungry first. And the other thing is when you're hungry, you absorb the nutrition better. It means that you're not wasting food. Otherwise you're wasting food, essentially. You know, mm. when you're already hung, when you're not hungry eating tons of food, essentially they just go out without getting assimilated. Mm. The second principle is whenever you eat, eat less, you don't have to fill up your stomach you know, all the time. Keep it, you know, two third full, you know, now, why is it so important? It is important because our body is completely congested with all kinds of waste inside it. We need, to be able, uh, we need to be able to let the body do its job. Mm. So the less we eat, the better it is for the body in terms of energizing or producing the energy. Otherwise, all the energy is actually spending digesting the tons of food that we eat. Yeah. So it's, it is counterproductive to eat lots of food. So the second principle is eat less. For example, if you eat uh, you know four toasts or four bread, slices of bread, eat two, you know? So I think try to do that, see how you feel. In fact, most people I know, they feel more energetic by actually cutting down. If you eat four slices of pizza, just have two slices, you know? And the third thing is, you know, upgrade the food that you normally eat. Go to higher nutrition density, you know? So a lot of people, mistake people do is they change the diet. For example, if they have any problems, what they do, they change the diet. You know, or they go into supplementation straight away, you know, thinking that's going to solve the problem. But unless we actually uh, focus on the principles, it is very difficult to really, you know, get the full benefits of food. So mm-hmm. The third one is just upgrade. For example, if you if you um, take um, uh, refined oil, and that is probably one of the most dangerous things you can ever have, you know, Uh, So get into more, you know, better oils, for example, olive oil, you know, or uh, uh, unrefined olive oil or some saturated oil where you can use for frying or cooking. So all I'm saying is just go for nutrition-dense food. So these three principles are absolutely critical. If you can follow it, uh, my feeling is that most people will actually do well, you know. Eat when you're hungry, eat less. Third thing is just upgrade uh, to higher nutrition, uh, dense food. Yeah. So follow the principles. Don't worry about diet. Don't change your diet straight away. That's the mistake a lot of people do. So follow the principles and you'll be well.
0: I love that. Yeah, that's actually been something that I have been actively doing since this series is eating less, just eating when I'm hungry and kind of feeling it out. Obviously, I do drink a lot of black coffee now, since we were talking about black is, is, is better for you, of course, without at anything added to it. And that does kind of stunt your, your hunger a little bit. So if you're someone that eats four slices of toast and you want to cut back to two, just have some coffee and it'll help black coffee. That is, (laughs) it does kind of stunt it for a while, but I actually have been doing a lot of intermittent fasting, um, throughout the last month. And, you know, I will just sort of eat, you know, not taking it so seriously as, the full 16 hours. If I get hungry, then I will eat. So I'm, I'm really trying to follow what you talked about in terms of just eating when I feel like I need the food, because you yeah. got to listen to your body. I think the per- the purpose of all of this is to tune in and listen to what your body needs. And if your body yes. needs food, then, you know, go for it. Um, however, we did talk about how sometimes You may think the body might need food, but maybe you're dehydrated. So I sometimes will perform the experiment of, am I hungry? And I'll go and have like a glass of water first and then kind of see how I'm feeling afterwards. Because sometimes it is just that I'm dehydrated or thirsty. So um, I really loved talking about this. And it, I mean, I have been really trying to be mindful of food for the longest time. I, I have been someone that has tried veganism and I've tried um you know, all the juicing diets and whatnot. And, and not for the purpose of losing weight for the purpose of being healthy. And, um, I've taken things super seriously and then not so super seriously. And anyways, I really love practicing this, this idea of balance and listening to your body. And I think that this was such a great episode in terms of reminding people of that. So I love this one.
1: (laughs) Absolutely.
0: All right. So actually I'm just gonna, before... Talking about the fifth activity, I just want to say my biggest takeaway from the whole series is something that I didn't realize in this book, but you told me afterwards. So the first four essentials are sort of the inputs. So when you when you focus on achieving the first four essentials and really sort of mastering them to an extent, then you'll have everything that you need for the next essentials which is the output essentials. So you, you need all kinds of, you know, things that will help you have tons of energy so that you can, you know, exert that energy and put output into the world, (laughs) output that energy. So with that being said, the next essential is right activities. So course once you have eaten right and you're breathing well and you're drinking the right water and you know um what essential am i missing (laughs) Brune?
1: so it's right actually yeah i mean uh cosmic energy and uh,
0: cosmic energy right right. right. then you'll then you'll have enough energy to now do the right activities so why don't you go ahead and tell us what those um activities are and what this chapter was about
1: you know, it's a very interesting concept. In fact, you are a very fast learner because, see, these four inputs that we're talking about is so fundamentally important mm-hmm. that we, 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 we try to do a lot of other things to fix our problems, you know? But these are the four fundamental inputs that comes to the body, you know? The air that we breathe, the water that we drink, the food that we eat, and the cosmic energy. These are the four fundamental inputs. Mm-hmm. Once those things are right, then our the physical The mental and our emotional state is optimum. Mm. So you're physically strong, flexible, mentally you are sharp and alert, and now you can emotionally connect with people. You can do a lot of stuff. So this is the basis for right action and right activities. This will dictate what should be the right action and activities for you. Right for you. For example, some people can be highly energetic because. You know they have all these different inputs coming in they can feel well wow, i should not be doing a desk job you know uh, i should be doing something else maybe sports is my way to go you know so these things will tell you exactly what you want to do mm-hmm. in fact what i find most people are confused you know they are keeping keep, they keep on doing the same thing again and again in terms of the job and profession getting frustrated i think because they're not focusing on the four inputs so that's why i said you know uh, you pick this up and i feel this is the most fundamental aspect of uh, seven essential, get the inputs, right. The outputs will take care of itself, you know? So yeah, right action.
0: Absolutely. And I think, I think maybe the reason I have been able to understand and and learn this uh, faster maybe than um, your experience with other people is possibly because um, I did go through a deep depression and these were you know, the, the fundamentals, I believe that helped me get out of it. It was through, you know, going for walks and eating right and exercising and and just doing all the things that I know that will get me into a better mind, body, soul, you know, um, heads like space, (laughs) not headspace, but, you know, all just feeling so that I, was able to be clear-minded to make the decisions that would help me follow my heart, you know, and I, for so long, stopped acting. I started, stopped dancing, stopped singing, stopped doing all the things that I love. But then once I had all the energy again and I felt more aligned, I would always choose those things and I, I would always come back to them. And so it just, yeah, it, it, it helped me, um, so this chapter and, and us going through this chapter helped me sort of realize things that I was already doing prior to this series that I wasn't even necessarily aware of. And now it makes even more sense yes. now that we're talking about it. So, yeah. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. absolutely. I think, uh, so that's when the uh, six essentials come into play. You know why? Because see, the inputs are coming into the body and the body is responding in a certain way based on the input Mm -hmm. and then you're taking action, right? So now if there's an imbalance, for example, if you're not having the right inputs, obviously the body is not going to function the proper way and your actions will be compromised. So it creates a lot of imbalances and your unnatural toxins, toxins will start to build up. Mm -hmm. There are natural toxins the body produces. I'm talking about unnatural toxins. For example, if you're ingesting lead you know, in your food, and it's going to go there, and it's going to, you know, interfere the way your brain is working, you know. So all the pesticides, all the chemicals that we're ingesting, you know, all all the toxic gases we ingest through the air, through the water. Now, those things are impacting you right now. Mm -hmm. So essentially, your toxin overload is building up and up and up and up and up, and then one day you realize that you have certain chronic disease. So very important that Uh, that's why the sixth essential is equally important. Elimination of toxin. Mm -hmm. So in my book, I talked about uh, seven different ways how to eliminate the toxins. Uh, And uh, there are five channels of how we eliminate the toxin. I think it's very important to realize that number one is uh, remove the toxins from the lungs by the first essential, which is breathing air. Mm -hmm. It removes all the other gases that you don't need. You need oxygen but you don't need nitrogen, you don't need sulfur dioxide, you don't need you know, nitric oxides and all kinds of other gases, You know, carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide. So the first essential is going to help you to have a cleaner lungs. The second essential, which is water, which is structured water, is going to make your kidneys happy. And the third essential, which is the cosmic energy through sweating will help to remove the toxin from your skin because your skin is the largest organ of the body. Mm-hmm. Now, the fourth essential, the food, the mindful eating is going to help you to make sure that your colons are clean. Make sure that you don't have constipation, which is a major, major issue, things like that. you know. Essentially, if you can keep the colon clean, I think that will eliminate almost 80, 90% of the diseases. You know? yeah. And then once we uh, imbibe the fifth essential, which is right activities, like action, right movement. It also helps to move the lymphatic system in our system, which Mm -hmm. also helps to remove the toxin. So all those five essentials that we talked about are helping us to remove the toxin from our system. So, but to make all those things happen, it's very important that we should have restful sleep. Mm -hmm. And we talked about, you know, different ways to make sure that we have a restful sleep and let the body do its job through fasting, which you are doing, for example, intermittent fasting, give some space for your body to do its work. And we talked a little bit about uh, autophagy, which means that our body has a lot of dead cells and, and non-functional cells, which becomes cancer, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. if you don't remove them. So body does a great job of removing all these dead cells and uh, all kinds of stuff, but you need to give some space means you can't eat for a couple of hours. So fasting is a very powerful way to actually remove the toxin from the system. So with that, I stop here because this is very, very important.
0: (laughs) It is. It's very important. Yes. And we did talk about how there are definitely ways to eliminate toxins, but... You don't need to think about those other ways if you just take care of the first yes. four essentials or five essentials essentially, actually. Yes. And um, you, you know, make sure to really be mindful of all of them and do your best to, you know, have the best air quality and drink the best water and eat right and whatnot and going for walks. And when you do all that, like Barum just said, then your body just naturally does the work for you. If you give it some space <laughs> so that that was actually a big takeaway for me because i definitely think that a lot of people worry about all of the toxins in the world and in our you know in in gas and in um what we eat the pesticides but like you said you don't need to worry so much about those things if you are really making sure that you're taking care of the first five essentials and letting yes. your body do the work
1: yes and uh, so these are the physical toxins And we also talked about the emotional toxins that's built up and those can be removed again by certain way. So all these four essentials that we talked about, the first four is going to help uh, to to reduce some of the emotional uh, issues as well. So I feel that it's a complete package, you know? So it's going to help you not just physically, it's going to help you mentally and emotionally as well.
0: Right, because we did touch on tapping and different physical ways to eliminate the emotional toxins, but um, certainly by focusing on the other essentials, you really don't need to focus too much on doing those sort of activities.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, because you won't need it as much. So, okay, cool. And that brings us to the seventh essential, and that is vibrant living. And can I just say before you introduce it, that- This was my favorite by far favorite talk because basically the entire episode is us talking about celebrating life and living life from your soul. And it was just, it was so wonderful and it left me feeling so motivated. So if you're going to watch any of the episodes, I mean, watch all of them, but certainly the seventh one will leave you like excited to go and celebrate life. So why don't you go into a little bit of a detail on vibrant living on that chapter?
1: Yes, I think you summarized quite well. Seven I, you know, Seven Essentials is all about celebration of life every day, all day. Why not? You know, when you're breathing, you can celebrate life, you know, and when you're drinking your water, this is a celebration, you know, and when you go out in the sun, it's beautiful, you know, uh, when you connect with the water bodies, when you eat your food, when you're doing any activities, your work, you know, uh, you're connecting with, um, with the friends, families, these are all you know, matter of celebration. You don't have to wait uh, for the Christmas to come after a year, you know? So why don't you celebrate every aspect of our life? You know, I think this is important. Otherwise, you know, now the key point I want to make here which is very important that as we are practicing all these different essentials, it tends to increase your life energies. One by one, breathing air, right kind of water, your cosmic energy, the food, the right action, elimination of toxin, your energy levels are going up and up and up and up and up and it does something amazing. It breaks something which I call it the cycle of misery. Mm. Now what is it? It's very important and I'd like, like to explain that in a minute. I know we talked about that. See, we all have thoughts, we all think. Now our thoughts come from our memory. Now, our emotions are based on our thoughts. If you have good thoughts, good emotions, if you have nasty thoughts, you've got terrible emotions, you know, and the emotions, based on the emotion, we take action. If you're feeling happy, you do nice things, you know, mm-hmm. if you're not feeling happy, you can do nasty things, whatever. So from the emotion, you take action, and this action becomes your experience. Now, this experience is registered in our memory, and then thought come from the memory, and Emotions come from the thought, it becomes action. You take action based on that. And it becomes the experience, go back to the memory. So this cycle, keeps going on and on and on and on for everybody I know. And it is creating a lot of problems. It is a problem. The first thing is, it is uh, letting the mind go out of control. You know, you need your memory, you need your mind to do the physical things. But in the psychological world this has got no no uh, no play so you need the memory to learn you know new skills do your work stuff like that but in the psychological space there's no need for memory really you don't need to think in the psychological space and because of this cycle of misery we are trapped into stress and depression and worries and anxiety and fear you just name it mm-hmm. so how to break this cycle. Now, a lot of people have tried all kinds of things like meditation for half an hour, morning, half an hour, evening, and then the whole day the nonsense keeps going on. You know, you can never get rid of it. The only way to do that, and that is how the nature has intended, is to follow these seven essentials, you know, breathe air and connect with the air because that's life-giving. That's your life, you know. And connect with the water because water is life. You are water. And connect with the sun's energy earth's energy and then when you eat the food connect with the food because that's making your physical body and mental body and your emotional body and then connect with the activities if you're working just focus on your work the way you do mm. so and then when you eliminate the toxin be very conscious for example when you're sleeping when you're, uh, you're trying to get some rest so all these essentials if you can do that it's going to increase your energy one by one, one by one, one by one. And what happens is, you know, in this cycle of misery, it keeps going, going, there's a centrifugal force. You need to overcome the centrifugal force to be able to do something about your mind. Mm -hmm. So once the energy level goes up and it goes, and when it uh, reaches a certain frequency, certain high level of frequency, it shatters that cycle. Mm -hmm. So once the cycle is shattered, the activity of the mind goes down. In fact, what I find that uh, the mind becomes very quiet Mm. and then something happens. When the mind becomes quiet, you enter a space where it's completely new. That's where the creativity comes in and you can tap into the real intelligence. So this is the start of meditation. Mm. This is where you start meditation because this is where you tend to explore the various possibilities beyond what we have seen in the physical, you know, in a cyclic mode. So I strongly feel that to go into that state of being, which I call vibrant living, it is very, very important to be able to start from the basics, get the breathing right, get the water that you need to drink Mm -hmm. and cosmic energy, the food activities, right activities, And remove the toxin all of a sudden the energy level goes up this connection by itself is very powerful and now while you're connecting that's celebration of life so while i'm drinking the water why can't i celebrate this beautiful water that i'm drinking it's becoming part of me right Right. so that's where i like to stop and like to emphasize that all you have to do is not do anything new we're already breathing we're already drinking water we're already eating the food just do that in a very conscious way and try to upgrade each and every aspect of our essential. And by this connection, I strongly feel that we'll definitely be healthier if not, you know, reach the meditative state, you know, but I I strongly feel that everybody should experience this, you know, and this is the best way. Uh, And that's why I call it vibrant living. You are in that state of vibrancy.
0: Right. You know, my, Biggest takeaway from this, I mean, there's so many uh, from this episode. Of course, uh, celebrating life was the number one, but certainly something that I understood before, but kind of didn't was I would be practicing, you know, meditation and sitting in meditation for half an hour sometimes, uh, pretty much every day, at least five minutes a day if I can't get in a full half. And what I realized from this was that, you know, everything is meditation if you're living in the present moment and you don't necessarily need to sit down and, you know, close your eyes and tune in. If you are living vibrantly throughout your day and experiencing and, you know, observing and and taking in life and, yeah, breaking that that habit that we get into where we're just sort of in a dream world and we're not present. And, um, that to me has really resonated. And I find myself constantly waking up all the time now and breaking out of the cycle and just really enjoying the moment and making decisions that I otherwise would have been scared to, and just wouldn't have made decisions. And, yeah, it's, it's just very, it's been very beneficial for me. And I, I really enjoy talking about this with you. And I, I think that that, um, yeah, that really resonated. And you meditation is is just being alive in the present moment and enjoying life and celebrating life. And, and that is such a cool way of looking at it. And that is exactly what it is. And we don't need to dedicate a bunch of time towards sitting still if we are, you know, observing and really living life. Yes. So.
1: No, no, I think uh, that's very important. You can connect with life all the time, you know, all the time.
0: Absolutely.
1: And uh, this is a very powerful way, you know, uh, to be in the present. Connect with things that actually matter,
0: you know.
1: You know, these things actually matter, you know, drinking water actually. So why don't we, you know, focus on things that actually matter, do the basics right, and see what happens after that, you know. At least wrong. can't get wrong, you know, doing the basics right.
0: Right. You might as well try. You might as well try. See what happens for yourself. For sure. I certainly know for myself that life is way more sweeter, even more so because I'm really living. And I can't say I I, like I know this is a bold statement, but I can't necessarily say that it was like that before we decided to start sitting down and talking again, truly last year was really rough for me. Um, and the year before that, and honestly, it was around September, October when we did our first, uh, recap, when you came back on the show and we just started talking more and I read the full book and really got into it. Um, I think just, just reiterating all these ideas and, and really putting them into practice in my life. I have really seen how, my life has just changed for the better and become a lot sweeter and beautiful. And I am celebrating life like I used to like you, like you did when you were a child, I think children do this naturally. And then we suddenly develop this idea of you're an adult now and life is tough now and it's wrong. That's wrong. You should always celebrate life like you're a child. And that is the key to feeling good and happiness. I truly believe that. So, um,
1: yeah, <laughs> so that's spot on. That's really uh, exactly the summary. You have summarized it all. You know, I think
0: we <laughs> well, like I've, really, I've really loved it. I've <laughs> really like soaked in every episode. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, we have accumulated too much of memory, you know, uh, from our experiences. And we think that's life. Yes. You know? uh, that's not life at all. You know, that's just no. a past experience And we are projecting that into the future and think that's life, you know.
0: Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I can totally just tell you how many Christmases I've spent trying to reenact previous Christmases. And it's so interesting. And I caught myself last year thinking, wait, why do I feel like I have to watch every Christmas movie every year And if I don't, then it's not Christmas. Because when I was a child, there were some years that I didn't see home alone and and it was still a great Christmas, you know? But then as you get older, for some reason, you just get into these habits of needing to reenact from memory what was a good Christmas. Why don't you just live out what Christmas is today? Maybe, maybe Christmas is, you know, what's happening right now. And this is going to be a good Christmas because you're just making a whole new one and (laughs) it's, you're not reenacting what you used to do. And it exactly. was it was great.
1: It is, yeah. I think. See, all creativity, innovation,
0: yeah. doesn't
1: come from your memories. It comes from newness.
0: Totally. You
1: know, innovation and creativity comes from newness. So where is it coming from? You know. So all these creative people, they tap into that faculty. You know, not here, not here, not the memory. They tap into that faculty. All creative people are all innovation people. You know, so it's very important if you want to be creative, if you want to do something amazing and exactly what you're saying, you know. Good experience. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So fantastic. I think, Melissa, wow. I think, um, you know, you're summarizing everything now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your job here is done. <laughs> and my
1: job is done. So.
0: <laughs> well, this has been absolutely fantastic. And stay tuned, everyone, because I think Brun and I were going to maybe touch base in a few months, maybe create something new within uh, within this sort of uh, still using all, all these concepts. We'll probably come up with something else, a new series, because we've been really enjoying it. And we know that other people have as well. So... Definitely stay tuned for that. I will update everyone on when we will be doing something next or if we're going to be doing something next. So, Barun, I just want to say on behalf of myself and probably everyone listening, um, thank you so much for doing this series with me. This was so, so awesome. I learned so much. My life is so much sweeter, like I said, since, you know, really reading your, your book and applying all these ideas to my life. And I'm just so thankful that you took some time out of your life to hang out with me and, and, and bestow your wisdom upon all of us. So thank you so much for that.
1: Absolutely. It has been an absolute pleasure, Melissa.
0: Yay. Yay. Thank you. All righty, my loves. Well, if you enjoyed this series, please go ahead and share it with every one of your friends. <laughs> that would be awesome. But of course, um, it would be great if you could give us a like and subscribe for good vibes. And of course, if you want to see more content like this, you can just tap that little bell uh, down below on YouTube, of course. On the audio version for everyone listening via audio, of course, you can just like it or um, you know reach out and tell us what you think about these episodes. But I think that is it. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Barun, do you have any final words for everyone listening?
1: Well, only thing I can reiterate is that Seven I or Seven Essential is all about celebration of life yes. every day, all day. Mm-hmm enjoy life
0: beautiful note to end on and one last thing i will put the link to Bruin's book in the description box below and on um the description box for the audio version as well so if you enjoyed this series you can go get that but yes enjoy life great note to end on celebrate life let's all go and celebrate life together right now how about that take care all right bye guys